Hi-yo, Advancers. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we are covering the Crossroads model. This will answer the question. This is a strategy to really help us answer the question, so what's next? I mean, as you've seen the theme and pattern, or as you, as my listeners have noticed, the, the new pattern for the podcast is very unique and customized and adapting, uh, adaptive to the current uh, landscape of what we're, we're dealing with on a global level. And so um, daily episodes and daily strategies, mental models, my, uh, cognitive biases, I, I want to cover th- tools and, and bring greater awareness to what I call inner game or things that are going to bring value to those that have and adopted a growth mindset, the grow getter mentality. And um, today, appreciate jumping on. Again, I'm doing these on Instagram Live. So uh, for my listeners, if you want to get more interactive, which I believe learning is not a spectator sport, and the key to active learning or for something to stick is by really going through the motion. So today, Mary Mack, I appreciate your attention. You are consistently on these lives. But today, if you notice on the Instagram live, so anyone on the social media channel, I have written out the um, the prompts for today, the cues, the questions, the reflection, the self-exploration for today. And the really interesting thing is it's all backwards. So if you can read that, it's because I had to do that backwards. And that actually took me way longer than I anticipated, like, like way longer than I anticipated. Um, so I hope this helps during the episode. So let's jump into today's crossroad model, answering the question. So what's next? So we all have times in our lives when we find ourselves at a crossroads and ask ourselves, where now? The crossroads model helps you find your direction in life. And, and right now, guys are going through this uncertainty is a perfect time to go inward. If you can't go outside, let's start going inward. Let's start reflecting. Let's start introspecting on what's next. And um, these questions are going to help you do that. And just to bring a little bit of maybe some positivity, uh, but more so just some science behind this, the unknown is something that we are evolutionary innately able to handle. We we have dopamine responses to a novelty in unknown situations and so if that brings any any peace of mind to anyone that you you are built you are an adaptation machine you are built for these these types of situations. I hope that helps. Uh, do more research into that evolutionary psychology and let's jump into it. So the first question you want to ask yourself is where have you come from? Grab a paper or pen. Let's do this. Let's get interactive on this live. Um, where have you come from? How have you become who you are? What have you been, you know, what have been the main decisions, events, and obstacles in your life? And who were your main influences? Think about your education, maybe your home life, uh, maybe your uh, your background, your ancestry, your culture, where do you come from? I'm a uh, first-generation immigrant to this country, and so my background is from South America. I have deep influences in my life from Argentine culture. Um, so any Argentines watching, shout out to Argentina. But I'm not a nationalist. I'm for team human. So uh, don't get that confused. And those are that's a prompt. So that's the first question. Where have you come from? Answer that. Write it down. Journal it. Whatever you need to do, whatever's necessary to start getting benefit from this tool, this model, this, this strategy. Okay. So next question is, what is really important to you? 
What is really important to you? Write down the first three things that pop in your head. Don't overthink this. Don't overanalyze. It's really one of those things is what are the most important things to you? Write down the first three things that pop in your head and go into detail or be specific. Um, Another question you can ask on top of that of your, you know, what's important to you is what are your values? What do you believe in is another one and which principles are important to you? Um, going in, and diving a little bit deeper into what are your values. I really love this one. So I've helped dozens of people really define their values. And, you know, m- maybe you've done this in high school or in college or in a class or something, but values are fluid. Values change with the changing tides and the seasons of your life. You know, your values are going to be very different when you're 18 than when you're in your mid thirties with a family, you know, um, three kids and, their values are going to change maybe after a first divorce or or disconnecting from a relationship or uh, changing jobs or, you know, get changing fields of study. The values can change and that's okay. But the self-discovery and self-realization journey, um, having a, a way to get back to that is is very, or a process is very impactful, very powerful in your life. And so the, the way that I've done it with people I've worked with in the past, um, coaches that I've trained in the past, um, entrepreneurs, growth-minded individuals, is I have, there's a list and a resource I use that has a list of 500 uh, values. Every word, compartmentalize those to two boxes. What are values you currently embody today? And what are values you want to aspire to embody? What are aspirational uh, values for you? So first writing down everyone that fits in, everyone that you like, you think you like, you know, that, that maybe may apply, Put it, put it down, write down the list. Then dilute that list down to the top 10 in each category and then further dilute that until you have your five core values and then your five aspirational values. And we go one step further because clarity, getting clear on things brings confidence, breeds clarity. And that's a really great axiom um, that, I, that, I, that I constantly remind myself of. Clarity breeds confidence. And so um, then the next step after that is really defining what those values look like in action. Um, So for example, if one of my core values is beauty, then what does beauty, what does that mean? What does that look like in action? And beauty really looks like in action is it could be, you know, surrounding myself with beautiful experiences, beautiful people, beautiful situations to really enhance the vibrancy in my life. And that's what it looks like in action. Um, so I would challenge you guys do that as well. Having values is and understanding what's really important to you is not just for your own self-exploration and defining you as a person, but it's it's also going to help you make decisions in your life, right? Make decisions in your life. Um, and And when you come to a place, which I hope you have all been, where there's opportunities coming left, right, and center that you are able to pick the opportunities that align with your values in that moment, in that time. And I love what Heidi Spencer is saying, we are not the same person we were six months ago. We changed like the cells in our bodies. And that's absolutely right, right? In biology, it's, it's shown that every seven years, I believe, um, everyone has different values based on how they were brought up and what their goals are in life. Exactly, exactly. That's absolutely right. And surround yourself by the same group of people with the same mindset. Man, you are dropping some knowledge bombs, Heidi. I appreciate that, those comments. And my listeners on my podcast are going to love those. Awesome. So let's get into the next question. Which people are important to you? Who is important to you? 
Um, this is also another important part of the crossroads model is, you know, write down or uh, here you should think of people whose opinions you value and who influence your decisions. Write down the people who whose opinions you value and who influence your decisions. Along that those lines is make sure that the person that you're asking for advice also has is going to be affected by your decisions as well. So the the people in your life that you're you're seeking an influence from, and if there, it is externalized or, or coming from the outside going in, make sure that person has your best interest in mind. You know that you have those deep relationships within within the context of of asking um, or or figuring out who's whose advice is important to you. Because I'm sure you guys have found that you know, inter, uh, having an internal locus of control is the most sustainable way for you to stay in your process of if you're looking to maintain mastery or to become world-class or to just have a successful business on the side. To have sustained success, I found that most most of the the patterns that I've found from those who have, have an internal locus of control. So they're very particular and they're very conscious of who they receive advice from and asking that question, does this person have my best interest in mind? Um, is a really good one. And, and then also cultivating a deep relationship um, to to get those signals from other people, which is very important. So question is, what is hindering you? What aspects of your life prevent you from thinking about really important things? Which deadlines do you have in your head? And what is hindering you? What do you have to do and when? And and really, when it, when it comes down to this, what is hindering you? Um, you can also think about creating a not to do list around this, what you uncover of what is hindering you. A lot of the times, you know, there's, there's, we talk about optimization or self actualization when we forget a lot of the things that can get us to the next level or to the next stage or to back to balance or equanimity are the things that we need to stop doing, not start doing. It's not about adding more, it's about removing um, what is hindering you. Um, so, in this case, you know, maybe stop mindlessly wandering on social media for two hours a day. And the stats are pretty stark. I mean, it it's clear as day that the majority of the majority of our population spends a lot of time unproductive or what I would call dead time. Robert Green, he he calls it a lifetime and dead time. And so that a lifetime and that dead time spent mindlessly wandering, not adding to our mental health. Uh, so really creating a not to do list around that is another, that's another episode. The last question, what are you afraid of? List of things, circumstances, or people that cause you worry and rob you of your strengths. And so this is really important. And those listening on the podcast, go to always advancing the, the social media page, because I'm going to have a graph that accompanies this episode that really shows a visual of what we're talking about. Um, so now, at this point, you've answered those questions, hopefully, and with some of the prompts, inspired some creative questions on the side as well within each camp of, of the five um, uh, predominant questions. So now look at your notes and what's missing. What issues have arisen? Do the keywords you've written down tell the story of how you became who you are today? If necessary, jot down more keywords and questions and now look at the roads that lie ahead of you. Now, obviously, you guys can't see this or, or um, my listeners can't see this or the advancers community can't see this. But the six, the six potential paths 
for answering the question, so what's next is one, the road I have already been down. So that's the first path. The road I have already been down. That is an option. Two, the road that beckons, what have I always wanted to try? That's the second path. And again, I'm going to have this on a graphic, a visual graphic on the social media. Three, the road that I imagine in my wildest dream, regardless of whether it is achievable or not. What do I dream of? What do I dream of? Fourth, the road that seems most sensible to me, the one that people whose opinions I value would suggest to me. So fourth, the road that seems most sensible to me. Most people listening and most people watching are on the road that others have told them is sensible and is realistic um, and is conforming to the majority. And so that's the road you're already on. Number five, the road not traveled. One I have never considered before. And that hopefully comes from this exercise of asking yourself these questions. And number six, the road back to a place I often felt safe. So you decide when was the last time you did something for the first time? And that's the last question I want to pose to you. When's the last time you did something for the first time? You know, for me, I I try to get out of my comfort zone almost daily, um, if not daily. And one of the things I've realized is I'm very attracted to the unknown. A lot of opportunities that I take on, I, I take a lot of risk as an entrepreneur, as a serial entrepreneur, as you know, starting, investing, funding, um, launching, failing, coming up on a dozen endeavors in the last decade of my life. I'm very familiar with the unknown and I'm very attracted to growing and the person that I want to become with my lifelong goals, with my mastery goals, with goals and dreams so audacious that I know I cannot, you know, I cannot accomplish them by within my lifetime. I think I can, I'm attaining to, I'm trying my best. I'm putting forth the effort necessary, not in a delusional way, but um, some of the things I, I want to accomplish, I may not see in my lifetime come to fruition. So I love this. Thanks for all the interaction. Heidi's, you are killing it. You are the the best commenter I've had on any of my lives. So I appreciate your your attention. So I'm going to keep reading these off. Life experience, if you do not learn from your mistakes, you will continue to receive these different problems in different forms. One, Heidi, one of the things that you're going to resonate with deeply uh, along those lines is experience is not the best teacher. It is your ability to reflect on the experiences that you've had, that is the best teacher. And that's really true when I find somebody who has has been in the industry or I coach or I consult or I help. It's been in the industry for, you know, let's say 20 years. And they they see themselves as, you know, moving forward and progressing for 20 years, but they've done the same thing, had the same routine, had the same results or similar results for close to those 20 years. So you may, you may fool uh, those who are not high performers. You may fool those who are not on the path uh, of world-class, but you can't fool other high performers. That's, you've lived the same year 20, 20 times. If you haven't taken risk, if you haven't grown, if you haven't put yourself out there, if you haven't fallen on your face, if you're not learning new lessons weekly, daily, monthly, then you're not growing. You know, it, it, Who cares if you have a six-figure business? Who cares if you have a seven-figure business? 
if the revenues match, if you haven't, if you haven't gone out of your comfort zone, then the experience doesn't mean anything to anyone who is already on that path or beyond that path as well. Um, I love that. That's a great quote coming to the end of my, my episode, which is live here on Instagram for those jumping on. Um, I appreciate it. If this brought you value, if this helped you in any way, please share this. It's been a pleasure. I hope these these strategies and, and these tools are, are going to bring value. Um, but again, it doesn't matter how much advice, doesn't matter how, how much knowledge you have, doesn't re- none of that matters. If you don't implement it, if you don't do it, if you don't actively go through the process of, of doing these strategies or implementing them, um, then it's vacuous, then it's vanity, then it's there's, there's no point. Put down the books, put down the, the podcast, put down the courses, really start becoming a practitioner, really start implementing these tools, writing them down, experiencing them for yourself and experimenting with them. And as always, I, I just want you to become the best version of yourself. I don't, I'm not calling anyone out or, or I hope I'm not triggering anyone by any means. But learning is not a spectator sport. That is my favorite quote. And I do believe that the best way to learn is by doing. As always, let's go.